There's a new program for students with intellectual and or developmental disabilities. It's called WSU ROAR. The WSU stands for Washington State University. ROAR stands for Responsibility, Opportunity, Advocacy, and Respect. If those also sound like values, you may be right. We talked to co-founder Brenda Barrio about how WSU ROAR gives a college experience to students who may not otherwise have the opportunity. Education Eclipse starts now. Education, news, and research. These are the conversations happening inside education, athletic training, sports science, and sport management that are going to transform each. It's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Back here on Education Eclipse, I'm joined by Assistant Professor of Special Education, Brenda Barrio. Brenda, this is a neat project, first of all. Really cool. You're getting a lot of media coverage now, and it's just starting to come in. I would assume that there's going to be a lot more because it's a unique program. So let's do the 30,000-foot overview first. Sounds uh, good. What is the program? What's it called? And what's what's it stand for? Sounds good. So WSU ROAR is our new uh, fully inclusive post-secondary education program for um, young adults with uh, intellectual and developmental disabilities. What does that mean? It means that they get to experience the uh, college, the four-year WSU Coug um, experience on campus. That's everything from taking classes with other peers, living on campus, having an internship, um, and then, of course, being part of the College of Education as well. Uh, and uh, what does ROAR mean? Because I get that question a lot. Um, it stands for responsibility advocacy, wait, responsibility, opportunity, advocacy, and respect. Otherwise, it would have been yes. something else. Yeah, would, exactly. Um, yeah, what is Roar? It's also the noise that a cougar makes. It does, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, if you have gone to the football games, it, they, they do it every time. So, yes, yeah. and with the air raid quite a few times, actually. <laughs> this is really great. What does the full college experience entail? And what part of that normally does somebody with intellectual or or developmental disabilities not receive? Mm-hmm. For the most part, uh, very, very few students with um, intellectual and developmental disabilities um, are actually in college, and that's only because of programs like ROAR. Um, so there's that. There's a huge, huge barrier of uh, not having accessibility to um, a college experience, period. Um, so let alone having a four-year college experience. Um, so for, for our students, it will mean um, everything, again, from taking um, audit classes with other peers. So if they want to take TNL 3.1, for example, the introduction to, to uh, teaching, um, they can do that. Um, and seek a career, let's say, in education, um, whether that's early childhood or um, as a teaching assistant, uh, whatever they they want to pursue as a career, that is the opportunity and access that this program will provide that typically um, is not available for this specific population. Now, my observation is the, that a lot of the focus with students or individuals with, with disabilities is often a career track. Mm-hmm. So there's some sort of technical career training mm-hmm. that somebody might go through and colleges is not even on the radar. Exactly. Um, and and so it's not even that for individuals with, um, with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Oftentimes, you know, after high school, they they might get a job, but the, the employment rate is very, very low. Um, it's in the teens um, around the country. So it's, it's extremely... Um, 
uh, nerve-wracking, I would say, for families to have, you know, somebody in in the public schools or in private schools um, do so well um, in inclusive settings and then drop off all of a sudden, right? Go back home and do absolutely nothing because there's no opportunities or access for them. So this is what we want to, to give them. We want to give them that opportunity to not only, um, again, live that social aspect of it and continue their education, but also help them build a career in the long run that's going to help them, you know, continue to be part of the community, have a stable paying job, um, perhaps live independently, whether that's, you know, with roommates on their own, uh, you know, build a family, whatever is that that they have as dreams or goals um it's it's hopefully what we will help them pursue not only nerve-wracking it's it's sort of disheartening i think that they're yeah that that opportunity hasn't presented itself so Mm -hmm. there still is that variable of of having an individual who has a disability Mm -hmm. you know intellectual or developmental or so so what kind of um, considerations have to be given to make sure that this is a program that yes they can go to college Mm -hmm. but then then there's aid given to them to be able to get through the program yeah so one of the biggest things for us um, that we would see as a as a good candidate for the program would be you know number one thing is do they want to pursue a college um career. Um, many students, perhaps that, that's not what they want to do. Um, school can, can be very difficult, but um, if they have the opportunity, are they willing to do that? Also, another piece is, is that independent living. Is that what they want to do? Do they want to um, live on their own and have a career or have a job um, that that they can pursue truly? Um, so those are the two main things. Um, and then, of course, we will you know provide supports and guidance. So we have something that is called person centered planning and that's really looking at the person or the individual themselves and planning um based on their goals and their careers not so much about you know what we think it's best for them but what they believe is best for their own self so yeah will they still have somebody who's like a, an advisor mm-hmm. the way a normal student has yeah and does that extend past just the coursework and, and help them with the other aspects of living on campus? Yeah, so we will have um, uh, advisors, so graduate advisors um, that would help e- also teach courses, um, uh, not courses, I'm sorry, workshops um, and uh, that are very specific to the ROAR program. So things from life skills to vocational skills to social skills. Um, and then we are going to have uh, what we're calling peer allies. So other um, undergraduate or graduate WSU students that are you know around the same age that are wanting to help uh, our WSU Roar students navigate campus. So either you know how the, the college campus is pretty big. So how to get from point A to point B. So go to class uh, or even just hang out and, and do social activities. Go to a football game. Go to the rec center. That type of thing. So that's also a big big part of our um, program experience. Not only um, are we um, assisting WC Roar students uh, with uh, that college experience, but also I think it's also very important for other peers to really have experiences with people with disabilities um, as a learning 
um, experience. This was obviously early on, but I heard a lot of the presentations you gave um, to stakeholders uh, about Roar. And and Don McMahon, one mm-hmm. of our other faculty members here, was integral in that. And he spoke a lot about augmented reality yeah. and as an assistive technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you talk about point, getting from point A to point B on <laughs> campus, yeah. are we to that point where I think his brainchild or what he was working on was using things like augmented reality mm-hmm. to, to help individuals that needed that help yeah. um, to get from like point A to point B? And they're using a device just like a like we would, like a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so one of the biggest things uh, that we saw with augmented reality was that Pokemon uh, uh, game that was very interesting where you can put your phone and look at it. And there was apparently this, you know, Pokemon and you were supposed to get points out of it. So I, I was going to make a snide comment that my <laughs> nine-year-old thought it was a, an interesting game. But no, here on college campus, you had college students and older. Well, adults, uh, <laughs> yes. Full, adults full grown adults. Walking around yes. Glen Terrell Mall. Yeah. holding their phone because yeah. they needed to, to what, I don't know, they have these training places and yeah. then you... Get, uh. so, so think about the very similar thing, but instead of, you know, getting points from, from looking at a Pokemon, uh, you will have an arrow just like you do with Google Maps, um, but instead of having, you know, the the surface, over the surface on your phone, you can actually point um, your phone and see this, you know, this arrow going, okay, yes, uh, the cub is this way. So keep keep looking at your arrow. And you um, get in the cub. It's basically wayfinding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but more in, in a uh, augmented reality uh, type of thing instead of just looking at your phone and trying to figure out where is the blue line taking you to. <laughs> so. Really quickly, sure. um, there are not many universities in the country mm-hmm. who are doing something of this nature. Sure. Um, could you just briefly touch upon who are some of our peers, mm-hmm. who I would call them uh, university allies, right? They understand yeah. what, what we're starting here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how many of those are out here in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, currently there's about 266 um, college programs um, around the country for many uh, different types of students with disabilities. But specifically the way that ROAR is built with that fully inclusive on-campus living, there's only seven um, in the the country. country. Yes, in the entire country. So uh, we're very excited and proud that we are um, among those. um, We're in the top 10. We are in the top 10. Uh, No matter what. Yeah, add that to the drive to 25 for sure. Um, so, uh, but on the west side, um, they're comparable. There was only Portland State, um, and I believe they're going to start an on-campus living in the fall as well. Um, so I would say that because we announced it first, we are still the we're, first. We're in the, the first west. one, and yes. yeah, we'll find out whatever date they're going to start, and we'll do it a day earlier. For sure, <laughs> I think they're on quarters, so I think we're good. But um, some some institutions that are very similar that have paved the way are, for example, the University of Iowa in the UI Reach program. They've been uh, doing this business for about ten years now, and this is it was one of the first fully inclusive um, post secondary program for students with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Uh, and they have been instrumental in, in helping us kind of pave the way as well. Um, the University of Clemson is another one. Um, Don McMahon, who's my colleague uh, and also a co-founder of Roar, came from the University of Tennessee, and they've been extremely, extremely helpful as well, although they don't have the on-campus uh, living. Um, that That's another great program that, that we're building um, a lot of our components based on that and, and the research that has been done in these uh, these types of programs. So, yeah. That's cool. And uh, the on-campus living, I mean, for a lot of students, that is the 
the one of the integral parts of of a program or i mean it's just not the same for a lot of people if they're living in their mom's basement and then going to classes during the day yeah yeah uh, serves a purpose but that that on campus living is going to be pretty uh, exciting yeah. so it's nice to know that we're we kind of have the corner you know here in here on the west coast mm-hmm. um, yeah. so the other thing i was thinking when you were mentioning iowa uh, I guess we're blessed that we get to learn from their mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, has, has there been enough collaboration among mm-hmm. some of your peers at other institutions that have said, hey, this is this is what, you know, here are the pitfalls, here's what you really want to work on? Yeah, definitely. And I think um, we, we've we been in touch with them. They also There's also a really, really nice um, overarching organization that, that kind of guides all these programs called Think College. And they have all kinds of resources on how to start these types of programs to how to run them. Um, if we do come up with some issues, you know, they're, they're very helpful. And so they have been instrumental um, in, in helping us kind of pave the way. We, we started on our own, but um, now that, that we're rolling with it, um, they have been really, really helpful throughout. Um, there's also, you know, our colleague Andy Sheaf at the University of, of Idaho, right across. He, he's an alum from our PhD program. And and uh, he, uh, his research um, has been instrumental for this as well. So, um, yeah, a big shout out to to Andy. Yeah, we lo- we love Andy here. <laughs> Let me ask about funding. Sure. Let me ask about the finance part. Yeah. And then we'll conclude with um, how people could learn more information yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, about yeah. this. So how yeah, are we paying yeah. for this? How are we paying for this? So one of the biggest things um, has been uh, donor uh, funding. So for the past uh, year, year and a half, we have, uh, with with the help of our amazing development uh, team, um, spearheaded by Andrea Farmer, another big shout out. Um, Don and I have been doing a lot of donor events, and we've been able to raise about uh, $250,000 um, that have helped uh, build the program. So one of the biggest things is that we got really close on a federal grant uh, being funded, but um, we were unable to get that funding. So we had to find other ways to to kind of provide help. And we've gotten, you know, donations from everything from $25 to thousands of dollars. So it has been really nice to see the community kind of putting this together and believing in our in our program before we even got it started. So thanks to them, it's it's that, you know, that, that we're here, um, I think. And so, you know, those are going to be helpful for not just programming, but also for scholarships for students. We want to make sure that this program is equitable. And it's not just because you can pay, you know, $22,000 cash um, for the year, but um, you can also um, provide some scholarships so other people could could manage to pay for for the program. So, uh, At any point, where can somebody go to get more info? Yeah, so uh, through our College of Education website. So it's education.wcu.edu backslash undergrad programs, backslash WCU Roar. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com backslash WCU Roar. And, and here's a here's a little tip for all of our listeners. They don't even have to do the undergrad programs. Ah, okay. So, so it's so just w, it's education.wcu.edu uh, backslash WC Roar. Roar. Yeah, thanks. You got it. Thanks to you, Brandon. Yeah, yeah we just yeah. redirect that. Yeah. Uh, that's basically my biggest contribution to the whole thing is, <laughs> is that. So great work. I appreciate uh, you sitting down with us. We want everybody to know about this. I mm-hmm. think this is vital to our whole mission mm-hmm. uh, as a college. Yeah, it, and I would awesome. say to the university as well. So I think I think this would be a great benefit. It's a two-way yeah. Uh, you know, benefit not just for the the students with intellectual and developmental disabilities, but also for the rest of our 
uh, our campus uh, from undergraduate students to graduate students, staff, uh, faculty. They're already learning a lot. So it's always really, really nice to see um, what we could do with truly inclusive. Brenda Barrio, thank you so much. Of Appreciate course. it. And as we as we get into the program, we will certainly sit down with you uh, further and, and find out how things are going. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And maybe we can uh, um, get some students to chat with you as well sounds in the good. fall. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.